Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back again to the Breakthrough Active Podcast. My name is Mitch. I am your host again this morning. Uh, Tuesday morning here this week, and it has been raining cats and dogs here for the last day or two. Uh, I woke up a few times through the night, and I have never heard uh, rain so loud since I can remember. It's been uh, super heavy. One thing I did think of this morning was I'm glad that this type of rain wasn't around when we were in our lockdown last year when we were doing our outdoor PT sessions we were very fortunate with the rain actually for those couple of months and if we had a couple of days like this it would have been uh, pretty miserable um, I do remember one or two where it was super rainy but not like this for day after day after day but enough about the weather I, uh, I am going to be talking about the keto diet today so uh, the ketogenic diet so it is probably something that most of you who are listening have heard of it has been a little bit more popularized here in the last few years if you've been someone who is interested in different types of diets and nutrition approaches or someone who is just interested in working out or the gym in general it has been doing the rounds in in social media and and just in general pop culture so if you are someone who who has any sort of interest in nutrition you are probably also someone who has heard of this and perhaps even someone who has tried this. So what I'm going to be talking about today, uh, the title of my video for today is The Keto, the keto Diet and Why It Sucks. Um, so I am going to talk about that from my opinion, but it, uh, I want to talk a little bit about why uh, I don't think it is something that is sustainable for me and then also just talk a little bit about what exactly it is um, and a little bit about uh, about the principles of it. So, like I mentioned, if you have heard of it, you probably do have a bit of a base understanding of it. So, it is a low-carb, moderate-protein, and high-fat diet. So, first of all, uh, one of the mistakes that people think uh, or people people make is they think it's high-protein and high-fat. Where, <clears throat> excuse me. It is considered to be something that is low-carb, which everyone knows, but moderate-protein and high-fat. So that's one mistake that some people make, but the, the high fat is what really differentiates it from, from other approaches. Uh, so the idea behind it is that when our body starts to use, uh, I guess, a different source for its energy, so normally our body is relying on carbohydrates to get its energy. When we start to eat lower carbohydrates, so the, the keto diet does recommend somewhere between 20 to 50 grams of carbohydrates a day, which is super low. And in some, uh, some research, it even shows it to be needed to be even lower than that. So when we are eating very, very low carb diet, then we need to make it up somewhere else. And, and that's in this instance is when we start to eat high fat. And the idea behind the whole diet is that our body will start to use fat as its main form of energy as opposed to carbohydrates like it normally does so 
It's broken down into something called ketones, which leads to a, uh, a term called ketosis. So ketones, I did have to do a little bit of research myself um, about what exactly they are, but they are the acid remaining when the body starts to burn its own fat. So the, the reason why I do know a little bit more about this and have for, for quite a long time is my brother actually has type 1 diabetes and has since he was four or five years old, and he's a couple of years older than me, so it's been you know, something prevalent in my life since I was very young. And if you or, or anyone you, you love or anyone in you know, your, your family or close friend does have type 1 di diabetes, you'll be quite familiar with the, with the term ketones. Uh, I won't get into it too much, but there can be complications when you have high levels of ketones when you do have type 1 diabetes and you are insulin dependent. Uh, it can lead to uh, a dangerous condition, which is called ketoacidosis, which is when when your body has too many ketones and, and effectively, since your body doesn't produce insulin by itself, it has a hard time um, leveling that out. So if you are someone who has a friend or family member or maybe you have type 1 di diabetes, you're going to know a lot about this as well. Uh, <clears throat> but effectively, getting back to the, the principles of it, the idea is we start to eat very low amounts of carbohydrates. Our protein remains moderate, but our, uh, our fat intake goes really high. And the idea is that we're going to start to use fat as our main energy source as opposed to carbohydrates like it is for everyone else. So it, it can take anywhere between two to four days for our body to reach this level of ketosis when you are starting a keto diet. For some people, it can, can be longer depending on your activity level and stress and, and a few other lifestyle factors there as well. But typically, it will be a few days until you can actually reach that level of ketosis. And that is, like I mentioned, when you are eating you know, somewhere between 20 and 50 grams of carbohydrates each day and, and sometimes for certain people can be even lower. Um, so before I talk about why I think it sucks for, for me, um, there has been some, some research done and uh, there are some, some principles and some, I guess, some ideas around it, it can be really beneficial for people with certain medical conditions. So this isn't anything to do with body composition or weight loss or, or just general living or a general lifestyle choice as it relates to their nutrition, but people who do have epilepsy uh, there has been some research done to show that it can be beneficial for people to improve that. Uh, there has been some growing, a growing amount of research for people with brain cancer and how a keto diet can be helpful for that. Um, there hasn't really been too much to have been proven yet, but there, from what I've found anyway, uh, but there has been quite a bit of research to show that there may be some benefits. Uh, and then people with type 2 diabetes, so what I was referring to before, uh, was type 1 diabetes and, and for people with type 2 diabetes, you know, this can be really helpful to, to regulate things there too. Um, but why I, why I wanted to talk about here briefly, it's not going to be a super long video, but why, why I think um, it, it is a super challenging diet for people to follow and that's why I said it sucks because if you can't follow it very easily, then it's not going to be something that you can adhere to for very long. Uh, I've been in the industry for a long time and have and have been around people following different diets and exercise nutrition plans for even longer. And I don't know anyone who has been able to to do this for an extended period of time successfully. 
and a lot have tried it. So a lot have tried it and, and just the, the challenges that you face when you are effectively eliminating a whole macronutrient. So you are effectively not eating carbohydrates super hard like i feel like that's obvious but for you to say okay you can never really have carbohydrates ever again outside of 20 to 50 grams in a day which to put that in perspective might be one or two slices of bread or a uh, you know a serving of broccoli or you know a little half a cup of rice uh, and that's all you can have for the whole day for your carbohydrates i mean it doesn't take uh, an expert to to be able to to determine that that is going to be really hard to follow. And with any nutrition plan, it needs to be something that you can see yourself adhering to for a long period of time. If it is going to be just something that is for a week or two weeks or a month, then it is not really something that you should even venture down because if anything, that is just going to muck up your hormones and muck up your your levels of, of your, your base levels as it relates to your calorie intake and your susceptibility to, to insulin and all types of things. So if you don't feel like you can do it long term, I don't even really feel like people should, should even begin. And with this keto diet, like I mentioned, I don't know anyone, anyone who's been able to stick to it long term. I'm sure there are people out there that aren't in my network that I don't know, but people I know and people who have tried it is just a flash in the pan and something that people try for a little while and then the reality sets in that you cannot really ever eat carbohydrates again and some of the best foods in the world are carbohydrates uh, bread pasta rice pizza all very carb heavy ice cream you know you name it they're, they're all the most delicious foods outside of um, you know good quality meat or something in my opinion is is carb based and if you're really unable to eat that moving forward then what likelihood do you have to stick to a diet that's my opinion of course and, and that's what i've said in the past there, there may be people out there who it has worked for and i think where a lot of people get excited with it is you think you know you can eat this high fat diet so you can have you know lots of bacon you can have whipped cream you can eat other foods that are super high in fat but after a little while you get really sick of those fatty foods and your body craves those carbohydrates uh, obviously, like I mentioned earlier, there are some medical benefits for, for people with certain conditions. And if you are one of those people, then then I hope you're not getting your information off me to uh, to try and try and improve that. And you should seek a professional's opinion. But if you are, you know, have heard that there is some benefits for, for certain conditions, and that's why. But as it relates to a nutrition choice and a, and a diet and for people looking to to lose weight and keep it off or they're looking to to build some muscle i just don't think it's the best way to go about it because it is going to be incredibly difficult to sustain and incredibly difficult for you to, to keep up with moving forward when you are eliminating a whole macronutrient and in my opinion it's the best one carbohydrates so i will be talking a little more about this for uh, the next few episodes so if you are interested please tune in uh, but other than that thanks for listening hope you enjoy the day and i'll talk to you on the next one thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed the episode if there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. 
For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe, and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.